Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. Dr. David Hopkins, humanities professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. Post-Thanksgiving Podcast. Here we are. I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday weekend since we are now in the aftermath of probably the most gluttonous holiday in America, if not the entire world, where besides, of course, giving thanks and appreciating everything we have in this country, the main point is to very vigorously and proudly overeat to the largest level we can subject the human body. Then afterwards, as we become overwhelmed with our body's attempt to digest huge amounts of food, we crash in a stupor for a nap or maybe stare blindlessly at a TV screen watching football in a catatonic state like we were just injected with sedatives of some sort. I don't think there's a country in the world that has a holiday so obscenely focused on eating to the point of bursting at the seams as the traditional American Thanksgiving meal. Gathering with friends, family, loved ones to simply slow down, spend time, and be thankful and appreciative, that's all wonderful. The stuffing the face part to the point of collapse, that is the questionable part, and that is what has led me to this podcast today. I do have to admit readily, the eat as much as possible mantra was my perspective for basically my entire life as well. However, that changed after ending up in the emergency room just this year for the second time with stomach problems. It was Tuesday, it was July the 7th, around probably 9.30 p.m., I'll never forget this, where things changed for me, well, pretty much forever. It was this moment I started viewing everything in my life differently. It was then I decided I was done with my old lifestyle. It's now been 141 days since I changed my diet dramatically. And when I say dramatically, I mean over the top dramatic. In 141 days, I haven't eaten a fa- one fast food sandwich. In 141 days, I've never even eaten a donut or even a cookie. I, I admittedly, I will say in 141 days, I have drank one 12 ounce Coca-Cola. But basically, I don't eat processed sugar processed foods in a box or foods with preservatives almost never the obvious thing I've already lost probably 30 pounds of weight in that amount of time I've increased my strength I've increased my stamina I've increased my focus my energy like I haven't had for 20 years my entire perspective on food has been changed forever food for me is not a sport anymore it's not a hobby It's not a way to pacify boredom, sadness, anger, something you just do while you're sitting around watching TV or a football game. Food is nothing more to me now than fuel, plain and simple. You know that old 80s axiom of managers when when they had to make tough decisions, they'd say, it's not personal, it's just business, when they're just about ready to not give someone a raise or fire someone. Well, This is my new mantra with food. It isn't personal. It's just business. Food has one goal for me. It has one purpose, and that's to fuel the machine, the human body, to perform at optimal levels. 
prior to my medical issues, I never monitored, really cared at all what I put in my body. It just didn't really matter that much to me. And my body slowly degraded to the point it was telling me, no, it was it was actually screaming at me, fix this or else. So I fixed it. Now I'm a firm believer in this mind-body-spirit connection. Not because I read about it, but because I was basically forced to live it. The mind-body-spirit connection, it's, it's a fascinating thing. It goes all the way back to the ancient Greeks, and they speak of this incredible connection. And once I began to understand, support, tap into this power of these three pillars of holistic healing and connecting the physical with the intellectual and the spiritual, life has changed for me dramatically. Together, these three always entwined aspects of the self, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, when all these are firing together, life changes for the better. They actually inspire and inform our experiences incredibly well. But today, I just want to talk about one singular aspect of the mind-body-spirit connection. And I'm not going to give you any Greek philosophical ideas on this connection, but rather I'm going to stay very functional. Post-Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas holidays, a great time to talk about this. I think one of the most toxic problems for millions of Americans is our relationship with food. Now, before you roll your eyes or turn this off completely, just hear me out because I had the same mentality and I learned the hard way, but I'm so glad I learned just how toxic to the quality of life your relationship with food can become and how it can so negatively impact your life. We've all been preached to forever about food and the quality of food we eat. We see these fad diets all the time popping on the scene, uh, keto diets and all kinds of other Mediterranean diets. You just name them. They're all over the place. But I'm going to give you the most simple and most powerful solution to radically alter your mind and your body in this podcast. But before we get there, here's the truth. 45% of Americans that are actually sleeping seven to eight hours a night reported feeling tired or fatigued up to three times a week. If you're not even sleep deprived, where in the world is this coming from? Also, 40 million Americans have a diagnosed anxiety disorder. Over 42% of Americans are obese, with 10% of the U.S. population is in the category of severely obese. This is a five-time, in five-fold increase over the past 30 years. Americans are anxious, they're fatigued, they're overweight, and they're tired. This is just a simple fact. It's also a fact that much of this is self-induced. Obviously, there are things you cannot control in life. This is true. But here comes the big but in all of this that I learned the hard way. By taking complete control of your actions, you do have the ability to make a 180-degree turn in your entire lifestyle and ultimately your health. So let's take one baby step literally today 
after this podcast. You can implement this right now. Just start. No need to wait for a New Year's resolution. And are you ready for it? Here it is. This is going to change your life forever. I mean forever. Stop eating processed sugar. Let me say that again. Stop eating processed sugar. There is zero, zero redeemable value in processed sugar. Don't consume it in beverages. Don't consume it in processed foods or candy. And don't add it to anything you eat. Every day, American adults are consuming on average 17 teaspoons of processed sugar that have just been added to food and drinks. Are you serious? 17 teaspoons a day, every day. My goodness, is it any wonder America is obese, tired, anxious, and lethargic. This is nearly three times the recommended amount of sugar. You should probably, the recommended amount is only six teaspoons. For me, six teaspoons is way too much. And there's literally no human way I could consume just the thought of that anymore. After 141 days of not eating processed sugar, I, there's just no way I could do it. Uh, I, I would go so far as to say the body needs zero grams of processed sugar or teaspoons of sugar every day. Because you can get all the sugar you need from natural sources such as fruits. Most days I eat zero processed sugar. Now I do admit I don't eat anything but natural food ever. If it's a in a box and it can sit on a countertop and sit there for five years and then open and you could open it up later and just eat it after five years, that's not really food. That's a synthetic image of food, but it is not real food. So my vet, my diet is completely altered just because what has happened to me medically. But I only, I eat 80% of my diets plant-based, all natural fruits and vegetables. And then 20% is probably meats, usually fish or chicken, or every once in a while, maybe a couple times a month, I'll eat some red meat. Uh, you don't need to be so extreme and I don't, I'm not saying you need to do that. I'm going to focus just on your sugar intake because sugar is stone cold toxic. It's an assassin to your health. Once you change your perspective on this, you won't even want to consume it. It is a medical fact. Sugar leads to obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease. It reduces your cognitive function and your memory. It increases aging dramatically. And I'm not going to cite sources. You can find them anywhere. Just Google impacts of sugar on your body. I mean, it's everywhere. It's, it's so obvious. It's as bad as smoking is bad for your health. Sugar is just as bad for your health. And I'm not even going to just talk about some basic things like the brain fog you get. You know when you forget what you're doing at times and you get really lethargic or tired, can't focus on any one task for very long and your memory seems to get worse and worse. Many people just chalk that up to, gee, I'm just getting older. No, no, not, not really. Not really. Brain science is proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that your body has the ability to continue to build new neural pathways in your brain 
in learning your entire life. It never stops. So drop that excuse of your lethargy is just getting old or my memory is shot because I'm aging. Nope, you're wrong. Maybe you need to reevaluate your diet. This challenge to you is simple. Just don't eat processed sugar. The easiest thing to do is only eat natural food. But if you're not there, read the label of every box, can, bottled thing you put in your body, liquid or solid, and don't put it in your body if it has processed sugar. Or at worst, keep that processed sugar low, below six teaspoons a day. If you do it, and I dare you to give it a try, here's what you can expect is going to happen because I went through this. I know exactly what it's like. I know what it feels like. And I read each step of the way as I started doing this. So right right away, you're going to, let's say you do this today after this podcast and you start immediately, you can expect you're going to have withdrawals probably within a few hours. That's how powerful sugar is. Since sugar is just this, is addictive it actually activates that dopamine response in the reward center of your brain it it literally functions like a drug and you're gonna want more and generally we always keep consuming more and when you miss that first sugar reload the brain is going to demand it from you like a slave you're just used to complying to that when you don't you're probably going to experience a a drop in blood sugar levels. You could sweat. You could shake. You could get irritable, moody. You could have this fake hunger pang and sadness. I mean, the best way to get through it for me is just consuming something natural like a fresh fruit, fresh vegetable, something real, something real simple and easy, carrot or celery, celery, or even eat a banana. Just anything natural, really. Just anything natural. For me, and pretty much everyone, once you give up processed sugar, the the first three days are by far the hardest. So after, within that first few hours, you're going to experience withdrawal. But I hate to say it, it gets worse after the first few hours. And I recall very specifically the three days, and they're hard. And you need to prepare yourself mentally for this as it's not going to be fun. It's going to be worth it in the long run. I promise you it will be worth this. But I had headaches. You'll probably have withdrawal symptoms including, you know, the headaches. I And those are what I had. And many people, as I read online, had huge drops in energy level. I never really had a drop in energy level. I, I actually almost experienced the opposite. Some extreme cases I've read where people even got physically sick, like flu-type symptoms sick. And most of the time, the people who got those type of things were over, were very obese or were consuming huge amounts of sugar. But these seem to be rare for many. And of course, you know, the cravings, I mean strong cravings, intense cravings for something sweet. The good news, even when you're feeling terrible during those three days or so, the the body is actually starting to heal itself. Sugar perversely feeds these feeds harmful microorganisms inside your body, which when they get overgrown, they affect your your stomach health, which is really what I had some serious problems with. But cutting out that processed sugar 
helps reduce those negative microorganisms and keeps them in check. But after a week, the body starts repairing itself as these toxic chemicals of sugar, they're, they're gone from the body. Your insulin levels start to return to normal and the inflammatory response improves. I began noticing very quickly after a week, recovery time in the gym, for example, was much shorter. It's also medically known that other hormones, like those that are involved in fat storage, will return to normal levels. You'll also notice difference in your skin clarity and puffiness in the face. Not a medical doctor, and you can read many of the sources that talk about that. But it's the great thing is how quickly the human body responds. But then by the end of the first month, I fully realized what sugar had been doing to me. Namely, those increased cravings, the weight gain, the sugar rush highs, and the consequences and then the crash that would happen afterwards and the inflammation. And again, for those of you that work out frequently, you will surely notice that. And as you stabilize those blood sugar levels, mental clarity comes into play, natural weight loss. After a month, you will surely, I guarantee you, if you cut out processed sugar and the things that, are in processed sugar from your diet, you are going to lose weight. There's almost no other way around it. You can't eat enough fresh fruits and vegetables and clean meats to to keep gaining weight if you've cut out that nasty sugar. I started to sleep better. I woke up with more energy, had more energy the entire day, was able to work out harder and longer, and thought more clearly. By this time, anything that was artificially flavored in any way almost became repulsive to me. Even some natural fruits now seem almost too sweet if I have too much in large doses. Now I'm 141 days into this. I'm physically, mentally stronger than ever. Sure, it isn't isn't all on a changing, cutting out processed sugar, but I know for a fact it's a huge piece of the puzzle. We just... We just like, we act like zombies when we go in gas stations or grocery stores uh, while we're sitting home watching TV and we're just buying and shoveling processed sugar into the body. It's like eating poison, but but the ugly thing with sugar is it's a poison that doesn't kill you quickly. It's more perverse. It kills you slowly over decades. You know the drill and so do I. You start putting on a few pounds here and a few pounds there. Your mind gets lazier watching TV. The body starts to go catatonic and the aches and pains we attribute to just getting old are in many ways the result of choices that we are making. Sugar inflames aches and pains. Of course, we don't notice it that way when we're doing it. We attribute it to other things. Sugar's like an assassin. It's a quiet killer but it's killing you nonetheless. So challenge yourself to stop like right now. Don't wait, do it today. I know many of you are probably thinking, Oh, well that's interesting. I'll, I'll start, I'll make it a new year's resolution. I'll start it on January 1st. No, no, you probably won't. I don't buy that excuse and I don't buy new year's resolutions for most people. Most of the time, even myself, I think they're BS. But if you start right now, I mean literally today, in one month, your health, your attitude, your perspective, 
will be light years ahead of where you are as we head into 2021. You know what it's like when you go through these holidays of Thanksgiving and Christmas. People just literally get more fat, more more lethargic, and it gets worse and worse. And then you're going to restart fresh in January. And yet you don't do it. And so all you've done is you've just hastened the decline of your health. All I'm asking, don't make it hard. Don't make it challenging. Just simply don't eat processed sugar. And if you do eat it, keep it down to the bare bones minimum. I mean low, below six teaspoons a day. For me, as I said, six teaspoons is grotesquely high. But I've been doing this now for 141 days. So start slowly, ease off sugar. In fact, if you stick with it, You won't even have to force yourself. It won't even become a challenge as your body will not want that sugar. I'll tell you a little story. We went to, uh, my wife and I went to a coffee shop and I thought I would try this flavored coffee. And I thought it was just the bean, the coffee beans were flavored. Well, it turns out they put this syrup inside of the coffee instead of just the coffee bean. I always drink my coffee just black and then they put this, the syrup in there. And it had to be just loaded with sugar. And I almost got repulsed, almost a gag reflex when I took the first sip because it had the lid on it. So I couldn't see what it looked like. I just assumed it was black coffee. And it was loaded with one of those syrups from the coffee shops. And you know the ones where, you know, there's like 50 grams of sugar in these syrup concoctions that they have in the coffee shops. And literally your body, when you come off of it, will start rejecting that sugar in it and it becomes so it's not even hard anymore. But finally, I do want to say this though, you're going to fail from time to time as you start this, you know, to think otherwise is ridiculous. The key is when you fail at it, start fresh immediately after the failure. Don't string two, three or four days in a row of the failures. Many diets or exercise routines fail not because you miss a workout once or you fall off the bandwagon on a diet once. It's just you beat yourself up and then you do it again and again and again. And before you know it, you're just quitting. You're not going to do it perfectly. I mean, how silly. You can never be perfect and neither neither am I perfect. You know, we go to the beach here in Florida quite frequently in the summer and every once in a while, We'll stop and have a frozen yogurt when we leave the beach. That has sugar in it, right? I mean, it's not sugar-free, but I don't stress it and I don't kill myself because I know the next six or seven days in a row, I probably won't eat any processed sugar. An indulgence a couple times a month is nothing as your body will get supremely efficient in processing out garbage from your system. If you stay on task for 80 to 90% of the time, You're doing amazing. The key is knowing that what you put in your body is fuel to operate your body. You wouldn't put sand in the engine of your car, so don't put that toxic man-made creation of processed sugar in your body. I promise it will change your life forever if you stick to it. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found value. Your body is a machine, a machine with incredible potential if you keep it running well. The connection between your mind, your body, and your spirit is undeniable. 
And that one simple thing I talked about, cutting out processed sugar will make a huge difference in your life. Remember, I generally publish new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So if you click like or follow, you'll be alerted when new episodes come available. Until the next episode, I hope you have a wonderful week.